Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned in to Benzinga's Daily Stocks to Watch podcast, the best place out there each morning where you can get a handful of trading ideas handpicked by a couple of Benzinga members. We're looking out each morning for big news items that we think you should have on your radar. We're looking out for potential upcoming news catalysts. We think you might want to get ahead on your radar. Maybe we're looking around some of our communities on Benzinga or Benzinga Pro, and we're seeing other traders talking about a theme or a topic or a stock, and we want you to consider maybe you also get a name like that on your radar. Today is Wednesday. May 24th, 2023. Mike O'Connor, how is your morning? It is good. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Another uh, another day flying by, already almost the end of May, as we talked about yesterday. Memorial Day coming up on Monday. No markets will be open in the U.S. on uh, Monday, but I'm excited for, yes. for the rest of the week. The week's flying by, but this is a good week. I'm excited to get into today and tomorrow and Friday. I think we got a good list here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to actually be out of the office next week, taking a little vacation after the Memorial Day weekend. So I'm sure Mike will be able to get you some good updates next week. And then are you planning a vacation soon, Mike? Don't you have some time off? Uh, a little bit farther down the road. I think in June, I'll probably be be uh, doing a road trip or something. So we'll see what happens there. Nice. Nice. Well, of course, we focus on the markets here, but keep some vacation time for yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get you all a nice little vacation come up, coming up here in the beginning or middle of summer. Everyone's got to take a little healthy vacation every once in a while away from the markets. We're going to start off with a real quick preview of the list that we're going to get into today, and then we're going to jump into each of these names a little further. Like I said, I think we got a pretty good, intriguing list, and that's really what the stocks to watch is about getting you some intriguing ideas, stuff that is headline, mainstream. We try to focus on stuff that's under the radar, and I think we got some relatively under the radar, a couple of ideas here for you that I think you're going to like, ladies and gentlemen. Our first stack is Netflix, NFLX. Number two is Costco, C-O-S-T. Stack to watch three is Uber, U-B-E-R. Number four is CyberArk Software, C-Y-B-R. And our last stock for the day, probably a top momentum play for the day. It's a company called Epic Quest Education. The ticker is E-E-I-Q. Mike, could you get us started off with what's happening this week in Netflix? Yeah, let's get rolling. Ticker NFLX. Netflix, always one to watch if there is big news coming out and some interesting news coming out. As the company has officially launched its page sharing platform for an eight and seven dollar ninety nine cents technically a month in the U.S., so meaning that existing subscribers can make it so they can share their account for seven ninety nine a month to other people. And this has been controversial because some people have said, "Oh, yep. Netflix shouldn't shouldn't charge you to do this," but then they've been saying, "Well, this is a problem because it's obviously running up against their business model." Analysts at Oppenheimer were relatively favorable on Netflix, especially in relation to this. Uh, Brenty, I think, do you have some color to add to this? Yeah, sure. So uh, a couple analysts this morning were commenting on the Netflix item. And like, just to be clear, you know, like 
personally me coming from like a news market news background i wouldn't call this like news i would call this kind of like the actualization of something that has been coming for quite some time if you ask me and and not like i'm saying buy or sell but just to pull that idiom you know buy the buy the rumor sell the news this is kind of the news now we've already heard that this was coming for some time and markets have been anticipating investors have been anticipating this move now it's just kind of like the reality of it getting into place like you said uh mike oppenheimer had some commentary here this morning they're doing a little bit of math here about the potential opportunity for netflix and you know this is like a paragraph here a few sentences but there's not really a, a good way to summarize this commentary. I'm just going to read the commentary out here for what it is, because I think it's all pretty good like math that this analyst is doing. So uh, Oppenheimer analyst highlighting that before the announcement of the tier, the new tier, we conducted a survey of 1,800 U.S. Netflix consumers indi indicating a healthy propensity to pay for remote users with some users uh, some abandoned users willing to pay for their own own subscription. Here's a little bit of that math. About 80% of the respondents in that Oppenheimer survey pay for Netflix, and 48% of those, uh, you know, that that population that they did supported quote free users outside of their household. So doing some math. Uh, Netflix has about 70 or 80 million U.S. subscribers. So Oppenheimer gets to about 36 million potentially new subscribers who, after they get kicked off a friend or a family member's plan, would consider getting the plan for themselves. A little bit math here. While 45% of respondents indicated a willingness to pay for remote users, 70% indicated a propensity to the $6.99 ad tier plan. With pricing above ad tier, our survey suggests a significant portion of these users will be pushed towards advertising. So a little bit of, at least for Netflix, an upgrade for the plans there. What do you think about some of the math there real, real quick, Mike? I think it's, I think it's a little optimistic that, that the actual, I think it's you know, a little optimistic. Almost, yeah. I think, I think, I think the 36 million people being willing to lose their free accounts and say, Oh, well, you know, I, I'd pay for a real, I don't know. I think it's probably less than that, but that's just anecdotal, at least, at least for me. What do you think? Who are we? You know, <laughs> like, exactly. like these analysts know, know their stuff, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, like anecdotally, I don't know. seems, you know, half seems a little optimistic remains to be seen. We'll see over the next, uh, over the next couple quarters here. Our second stock for the day is Costco C O S T Costco wholesale reminder. That's in the company title. Uh, company is going to be reporting their quarterly results on Thursday afternoon, that's tomorrow. Retail stocks, of course, in focus this week. We got a bunch of earnings coming down the the sort of remaining earnings season here. And those are a bunch of retailers. We had Kohl's here this morning, ticker KSS, had a pretty strong report. They had better than expected sales. And they also affirmed their guidance. That means that they had given guidance before. And yesterday or this morning, management came out and said, yeah, you remember that guidance that we gave a little while ago? We're still feeling confident about that guidance. We're not raising it. We're not cutting it. Seems like Wall Street liked that news here this morning. In the pre-market session, the stock was up about 11 or 12%. Now, since market opened about 10 minutes ago, shares are up another 3% or so, about 15% on the day. You know, uh, obviously, Kohl's and Costco are in different segments of retail, but 
I think if people are spending at Kohl's, I think people are spending at Costco also. Interestingly, I feel like Kohl's is a almost a similar vibe to Costco in the clothing sector because Kohl's is this big store that has a lot of discount clothes. So maybe this maybe there's a tie in there. Sure. I don't know. I, I like what you're onto there, Brenty. Sure. You know something Stop. else too, Mike. Uh, BJ's wholesale, which is more closely tied to Costco, they just reported their quarterly results last night or this morning. And the street was a little shaky on those results, but you know, like Costco is, is probably like a, you know, a much better company than I'm sorry to say than, than a BJ's. <laughs> I, I will say my, uh, my wholesaler is BJ's. So I, I take only slight. Very, offense ooh. Okay. <laughs> Having been in Costco too. I, I think I probably agree with you there. <laughs> Just speaking from like a, you know, like a business perspective, not necessarily speaking from like an experiential perspective <laughs> stock to watch number three is uber ticker u-b-e-r it's the name itself that's great analysts at morgan stanley this morning called uber's ability to scale profitability in the global deliver- delivery space quote-unquote underappreciated the analysts also questioned whether delivery industries runway in the u.s could be longer than expected this is mm-hmm. interesting especially after I think, I mean, the last time we were covering Uber and Lyft, the last several times, it seemed like things were slowing down, like analyst commentary yeah. was not super optimistic about yeah. uh, ride sharing, about deliveries with Uber Eats, with DoorDash and things. Sounds like things might be starting to turn around for these companies. Maybe. And the note that I saw that alerted me to this Uber call here today, uh, like you said, from Morgan Stanley. Um, the note was more focused on the industry than like Uber. They were also mentioning DoorDash, ticker D-A-S-H. A couple of takeaways and then a little like math on something that you were speaking to just a second ago there, Mike. So uh, the uh, Morgan Stanley analysts, they did a recent global food delivery survey. And they had four takeaways from that survey. The first one was that bottom-up global food delivery is growing at about 14% on a year-over-year basis. That would get the market to about $800 billion in the next three or four years by about 2027. The second takeaway was that the the U.S. delivery run rate could be longer than expected. You tease that um, one here. Another one was that Uber's scaling profitability is underappreciated. Again, you tease that one. And then they also were questioning how International could drive the DoorDash bull case. They're bullish on both Uber and DoorDash here. Uh, I think you had a nice little like summary of the calls by the sell side here that maybe there were like a little, you know, cautious optimism, not really pessimistic, but not super excited. And and maybe the analysts are kind of, you know, coming to understand that like like 10 to 20 percent year over year growth for a few years in this industry. I mean, that's that's like that's like pretty solid growth. Yeah, that's serious. That's a <laughs> that's something to be, especially as we've seen prices increase and discounts yeah. seem to be used to be that they would pay you to get delivery 100%. of food, and yep. there was so many crazy coupons and stuff. That stuff doesn't Not, seem to be around anymore. It seems no. like they've uh, they've really cut costs. And like you know, I, honestly, I mean, I've tried to like lessen my exposure to like like a DoorDash or a Grubhub because um, it's expensive. 
but there's some times when I just like can't leave my house. I'm working or I'm sick or I, you know, got to watch my dog or whatever. So like it's, you know, as much as I don't always love the service, we're living in a day and age where it's hard to, to not want to utilize it. I think. Stock to watch for folks is CyberArk Software, C-Y-B-R. We know this is one of a handful or two handfuls, let's say, plays on cybersecurity. More recently, this company should be perceived as a play on not just cybersecurity, but identity security. Uh, This is going to become more and more important, ladies and gentlemen, as we're getting to an AI age and more past an information age. Saw a few analysts here this morning commenting on the company and the stock. The company just recently hosted an investor day. I think it was earlier this week. One comment that I liked from, I looked at a couple comments from analysts. One comment that I liked was from an analyst at William Blair and the analyst said that they were favorable on CyberArk as it seems like the company has, quote, set a new direction, vision, and strategy to expand the opportunity of what it can achieve uh, the analyst was highlighting the company going from sort of an older model into a more defined, clear identity security play. And I think that's important. I think it's important to have an understanding of a big, broad industry like cybersecurity. And then as an investor, have your your sort of your companies that are more niche, more specific to some kind of like subsector within a bigger industry. If we're talking about cybersecurity plays, great. But if you can identify really quickly that cybersecurity is an identity security company, when we have news items related to identity security, you can right away like go to CyberArk and see if it's moving on an item. And that that brings some confidence to as an investor and trader. And I think that's what the sell side analysts are reflecting. That brings some confidence when a company that is in a sector like this, where there's still some ambiguity. I think there's an interesting parallel here to the AI trend, which we've seen, where once these companies narrow down exactly what they're doing with a solid direction, a solid vision, especially communicating that to their shareholders and to the street, I think that inspires a lot of confidence of saying, okay, so maybe you're not doing all of these crazy things that we thought you were, but we know you're going to try and do this really well then we can have some confidence and, and say, okay, let's, let's analyze that from that standpoint and entrust that vision. Mike, you get a real good sense of these things a lot of times. Like we, oh, we thanks, just, man. <laughs> you do, we just, we just, you know, kick around like Mike and I don't, don't talk a ton outside of the podcast. We do a little prep, but you know, I, I, I get a lot of Mike sentiment like on air and you impress me a lot of times, man. You, wow. you have a good sense of stuff, I think. Big compliments from from Brenty over here. I, I appreciate that. Man. <laughs> no <laughs> I problem. love the the conversation style of looking into these things. So, so yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> Stock to watch number five is Epic Quest Education ticker E E I Q, and this is a low float momentum play. Not quite what we were talking about a little bit ago of a Chinese based American listed education company, but it is sort of there. It's 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 a, it's a twist uh, because the stock was up only about seven percent at the end of yesterday after news of a non-binding agreement with a Chinese college. So it's an <laughs> there, there, there's your tie-in. Yeah, there's the tie-in. American listed, but then with an announcement of this possible agreement with a Chinese college, 
But now this morning we had a big spike up almost 90% down a little bit back around the 70% mark float. Oh, 67. So we're, we're seeing some profit taking perhaps from the momentum group, but a really big spike this morning after seemingly the primary move kind of changing the price according to the news was already taken yesterday. Yeah. Um, this is, seems like a kind of play that, you know, like, like you just said, the almost the rumor news was very, very uh, snappy. And then maybe we're seeing momentum action capitalizing on that. You want to use these kind of moments to understand how stocks move, ladies and gentlemen. N- news should impact a stock within seconds, within minutes at kind of most. If if something is happening uh, in, in a stock, if there's momentum or dramatic price action in a stock and it's an hour or two hours after some kind of news item happened, like like when a news item was disseminated like to the minute, it probably wasn't that news item that was moving the stock. News items get digested very, very fast in today's stock market. And something like, you know, Epic Quest is an example here. It seemed like investors were favorable on that news yesterday. The news hit, the stock started moving. It wasn't a big move. There wasn't, you know, like there, this was a non-binding agreement, a non-binding memorandum of understanding with this Chinese college. So, you know, there's this isn't necessarily a guarantee. Somebody could could pull out the deal, whether it's the company or the college. Um, so, you know, take that for what it's worth, but yes, it looked like the stock moved a little bit yesterday. Today, we have the stock moving over the $2 level and after shares moved over the $2 level, that's where some of the momentum started coming in. Volume started coming in and momentum in trading started coming in. You want to look for these things because you can get good insight about how a stock trades. Some stocks trade quicker on news and more uh you know like that more like hefty on news some stocks kind of like digest news quick and then after that it's kind of momentum i bet that's kind of the case here for epic uh, epic quest education i think this is absolutely a momentum name here today all right folks that's going to wrap it up for our list on this wednesday i hope everyone has a good hump day we'll see you tomorrow good luck with your trades ladies and gentlemen Happy Wednesday, everybody. Catch you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.